Salutations, people. Give me one second to pin the comment for our video listeners for our exclusive members program www.patreon.com forward slash freedom faction get access to our exclusive members content we uh, we have almost 10 seasons currently season 9 we have uh, 8 seasons available on our exclusive members program I have to uh, have to consolidate a few other things as well uh, for our video listeners forgive the hair I know it's looking crazy um, you know let me uh let me explain that. Baked XOXO. Let me explain that. Uh, I think this is a good way for me to kind of intro a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about. Uh, yesterday, we had posted a paid-for ad, and I, got, I always get, like, flack in the comments, and I guess I don't necessarily pay attention to it. Um, but somebody hit me up in the DMs, and they're just like, hey, man, um... Hey man, I'm showing you my I'm showing my 55 year old dad your content, and whenever you post these ads, it loses you lose so much credibility. Please stop posting ads. It doubt it doubts the credibility that we want to give you. Uh, keep the page clean. You know, and a few years ago, whenever I first started doing this, I used to get so like so fired up when people would come at me and say, "Hey, don't do that." Because I couldn't understand what it was. It was, it was. it was the craziest thing. It was like people telling me not to make money doing what I'm doing. But it's not that. It's that people have more faith in what we're doing. And when I do things like that, uh, it does. It does add like controversy to the credibility. But I guess I didn't want any credibility to begin with in the first place. But that's, that's not the point. It's where we're at now. So I begin to have this conversation with this gentleman. I advertise the, the exclusive members content. You know, we have over 200,000 followers right now. Uh, we have virtual. We have 40 people that are tuning in uh, to this this live stream, and we have 12 people that are contributing to our exclusive members program. Now, none of those numbers add up at all. None of them. Not a goddamn one. And so, uh, I don't freak out about it. I think I just kind of put it out there to show people, you know, what's going on. Because one of the questions we're going to get into uh, later on is supporting freedom fighters when they get framed, and nobody's saying anything about Julian Assange. Uh, you know, what happens when this whole operation just goes kaput because nobody really wanted it around? Uh, Jay, of Truth Is Our Religion, you know, he had the truth tube, which was trying to be an alternative to Fedbook and Instagram. And clearly it's not going to be like something, it's not going to blow up right up off the bat. But because we're, we're so habituated to paying attention to stuff that's convenient for us, we don't really know how to do things that are different. And that's where growth takes place. Uh, so how does this tie into the individual getting upset that I'm posting ads? Uh, and it and it and it and it messes with my credibility. You know, I won't lie to you guys. For the longest time, what up, Jay? Uh, for the longest time, I had issues even doing that because I didn't feel like I should be being paid for doing something like this. Uh, just hopping in front of the camera, doing all the stuff that I'm doing. It's so natural to me. I didn't really feel like I should be paid. But then I realized like how much time this is really consuming doing all the things that I'm doing, and then I figured out that I could. And so I'm kind of giving you guys like back in years worth of like internal contemplation. Um, this is why you guys hear me say like commit these days to what you're actually doing or what commit to actually what I'm doing because as you can tell 2019 has been a very very powerful year for us we've leveled up tremendously um, and I'm telling you guys this all because that's how it works 
I'm not one of these fake-ass pages. I'm not one of these people that can just, like, sugarcoat shit to you. Like, I got to tell you what's going on uh, in order for it to have, you know, have effect. Like, I don't, I guess, I don't, I don't know how to do it, man. Like, I don't know how to be fake. Like, I can be dramatic. I can be passionate. I can be, like, cartoonish. I can be all the other things. But I can't be like, hey, go ahead and, you know, go ahead and get this blah, 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 blah. Like, I can't be fake. I, don't, I hope that makes sense. Uh, my point behind intro and all that you know, is that the changes that have to happen have to occur uh, because of the growth. This is the credibility that people want me to have. This is what happens when you step into all this stuff. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll say this and I'll start getting started with all this, uh, all this content. You know, he made a powerful comment to me. And Nick, if you're in here, bro, like this is, this is, this is why I have conversations with individuals uh, who have problems with the page or problems with whenever I do these types of things. But Nick, if you're in here, this, these are the afterthoughts. Uh, you know, he, he made a, he made me, he made me think, he's like, brother, your 200,000 followers are so much more powerful than some of these pages that have millions of followers, uh, half a million of followers, you know, all these people that have all these fake followers, like you don't have that, like your core 200,000, like you got some real people working with you. And I guess I don't think about that because, you know. I'm just so focused on putting on the content, but all these people are focused on the numbers. And so that's a, it's a different thing, guys. It really is. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm really beginning to understand like our influence over here on social media and everything else that's going on. And it trips even me out and I'm trying to do my best to adjust accordingly, but it's not easy, man. You know, it's not easy stepping into this. Uh, but with that being said, I thank you guys for tuning into this transmission. Let me go over a few of the topics we're to be discussing. Uh, and in the meantime, you guys can pipe in with some of the some of the ideas you guys have for me, other topics you'd like to see me cover in the future. Uh, but what we're going to be discussing is things like the Hong Kong protests, supporting freedom fighters whenever they get framed, manufactured silence of the masses, the war on consciousness, psychedelics, being woke in real life versus insta-woke. And I'm very excited to get into that. Uh, mindfulness, prayer, and regaining balance in one's life. Uh, Greta Thunberg, the climate change protests, the One World Order. Democrats mandating vaccines. Unfortunately, we saw just, I think, yesterday that uh, Adam of True, Adam of Third Eye Opener was just taken down uh, for posting about vaccines. And so we'll, we'll get into that. And it's, God, there's, there's so much stuff going on with vaccines these days. And it sounds crazy because, you know, we look at all the stuff that's going on with health-wise and, and medical tyranny. We think that uh, we, we think that vaccines were so controversial. Look at what's going on with this abortion thing. Look at how much it whips people into a frenzy. Uh, and then we're going to finish out talking about elite Satanism, their otherworldly connection, secret advanced technology. And I, if we have time, I want to get into like the difference between technology and weaponry and, and, and why that has to be like made a difference. Because people, I had asked the question, and I'll, I'll cover this if we have time in the segment, but I had asked the question uh, on our page, what would be your invention to help Earth? And a lot of people ended up just talking about uh, weaponry, things that kill all kinds of people. And that's not what I think of as technology. I think technology is something where I can throw like uh, something that's like the size of this over here in the corner of the room and it can project a field uh, to put me out of my body or something like that. That's real technology. Weaponry is whenever we have like advanced spacecrafts and, you know, infinity gauntlets and, and, and nonsense and stuff like that. Uh, so if we have time, I'll get into that difference. Uh, but let's start off by talking about the Hong Kong protests. Uh, as you guys noticed, we posted about that before we came onto the air. How there, how, how it's getting lit. Like they're literally shooting protesters in the middle of the street. We've talked about the extradition bill and essentially how that's Hong Kong being taken over by China. 
That's globalization happening in action and the people of Hong Kong not actually wanting it. Uh, and so we, we have some people talking about the America, about America being involved in regime change. I don't necessarily think that's the case, uh, but, you're, but you'll see reports that are coming out today showing that protesters and activists that are taking place at these actual demonstrations are waving international flags because they want to try to get international attention. The concept of freedom has no nationality. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't cage humanity. And so when they're waving all these different flags, trying to garner all the attention they can from around the world, what they're trying to do is say, hey, look at what's happening. Look at how many people have to go up against this against the state. I think we all understand, like, how authoritarian China is. Uh, just last week, I posted a video on our page that showed you guys, what was it? It was, it was, it was, it was Uyghurs. It was, it was Chinese Muslims and Chinese Christians that had been detained and they were going to death camps. Either they were going to death camps or they were going to concentration camps. And so when you have, this is, this is in mainland China. Hong Kong is just right over there. Uh, and we had reported on it a few weeks before as well, Ham, but they, they're trying to keep as much information as they can uh, behind the Great Firewall of China. So why are we trying to start this transmission off by pointing out what's going on in Hong Kong, pointing out what's going on in China, and pointing out geopolitics? The, like I said before, the concept of freedom has no nationality. And what we're seeing right now is just that, a, a, a worldwide revolution take place. Trump himself said, hey, look, we're, 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 at, the, we're, we're at the beginning of a civil war, of a soft civil war. Um, just, uh, just last week, UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez talked about the fracturing that is taking place between America in China and how we are coming up with how they're going to be coming up with their own zero-sum game, their own zero-sum total uh, uh, warfare plan, and how I, I asked you guys the question as well: What world would you like to live in, 1776 America or 1984 China? This is what's happening, and the 1984 China is taking place in Hong Kong. We posted about how uh, the protesters there—they're taking down the actual—they're uh, taking down smart street lamps because they understand the devastation of things like facial recognition. Uh, 5G technology, surveillance state, surveillance state stuff like that. We're, we're beginning to go into the social credit score world, the new world order, and the one world religion. And all of this stuff is, is right there if you're able to break down what's happening in China and Hong Kong. Uh, so if we have time, we will, we'll, 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 we'll post more about that. But let me get into this next part in this segment. Supporting freedom fighters when they get framed. Like I said before, nobody's really talking about Julian Assange. Chelsea Manning, any of these other people. Nobody's talking to anything about him. <laughs> Love or hate him, Alex Jones does what he does. But nobody really ever stands up for these people. I mean, shucks, bro. How, how, how long is it until they start to frame me? Like, really? I found, out, uh, I found out just yesterday because I went to a protest. I went to, not even a protest, I went to a march about three weeks ago. And I told you guys about it on Fellowship of Freedom, if you paid attention to it. Um, I was standing basically with the Proud Boys, and there were 15 of us. There's at least like 150 to 200 people that we were standing up against. They had witches, they had all kinds of different people. Um, and the fallout of that is just now affecting me. We have Antifa Chicago writing articles about some of our members there. Uh, we have people creating memes. I had a spicy meme made about me. Say what you want, but those Antifa cucks, man, they take pretty good pictures. They got me looking pretty, pretty steezy. Uh, and being one of the very few black people there, it's only a matter of time until they dox me. 
But what am I trying to talk about with the supporting of freedom fighters whenever they get framed? You have to understand that we're living in the days of misinformation, fake news, discrediting, and all kinds of other nonsense. They're going to try so many different things to put down the message. Shoot the messenger. Don't understand the actual message. And keep that in mind when we talk about Greta Thunberg, climate change, the One World Order, and everything else. Shoot the messenger. Don't pay attention to the message. You see, even when I was at that protest, for that march, standing there, I had people shouting all kinds of vicinities at me like, I'm a bad guy, calling me a bigot, a homophobe. And this is, this, is, this, is, this is the crucial part about it, too. These people claim to not be racist and claim to not be filled with hate, yet they're shouting things at me like uterus. Uh, um, what was it? What was the other thing? It's like uterus. Oh, gosh. Ovaries. They're calling me all these things thinking that... Uh, I don't have the intelligence level to comprehend what they're saying. And I thought that in, the, that in, the, in its own way was racist and ignorant, but I digress. To stay back to the point of supporting freedom fighters whenever they get framed, you have to understand that these days people are trying as hard as they can uh, to, to stifle true freedom, individuality, and liberty, and offer uh, peace and security and tolerance in its place. No, as I said before, as I ended uh, Fellowship and Freedom this past Sunday, who offers you your freedom? No one can offer you your freedom. But these people that are trying to do so, they're trying to offer you your freedom, and all you have to offer up is your entire individuality. Give up control, and that's why it's dangerous. So the best way I can say to support freedom fighters is, is, is I don't want to be cheesy and say go fund me and get a PayPal, but people have to understand that it has to be more than just like monetary donations. It has to be more than just like physical carnal things for the matrix. It has to be like uh, demonstrations. It has to be protests. Uh, it has to be like that, spreading awareness. It has to be so many other things. People just think that little, that little virtue signal contribution is enough, and that's not enough. People have to be remembered that they're alive. I mean, like, I'll be honest with you, part of me gets frustrated too because people don't necessarily see me as a person. They kind of see me like as a character. And so that's a whole other thing as well. They don't really see the 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 issues with not taking things serious like I'm putting all this stuff in here I go boom who's gonna support this uh, just the other day uh, um, Jeffrey Lehman of the Sentinels of Truth he was laid to rest and you know man's been doing broadcasting for decades and hardly anybody donated to his GoFundMe and that really kind of stunned me and earlier this year you know a few a few months ago uh, Joe Hagman passed away, and, you know, Joe Hagman of the Hagman and Hagman Report, and while he had a decent amount of people show up to his funeral, it just really made me start thinking about uh, what would happen if I just end up getting killed or just disappeared or something else, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Let's move on uh, to the manufactured silence of the masses. Why is that important? Every single week, people are told what to think. That's why they continually shuffle things. We never go back to what happened the week beforehand. Uh, we always just continually pay attention to what's happening next. They manufacture your consent and create your opinion by randomizing the topics that you pay attention to. Um, manufactured silence of the masses. Think about how much people denigrate the actual language, break it down. They dumb it down to like literally uh, uh, obscenities. People don't even know how to have like legitimate uh, conversations without getting upset, you see. Uh, people don't even know how to detach their emotions from actual conversations without being triggered by certain things. And this is very dangerous. 
We have Severin Liberal Arts right 13 right here saying, uh, MK Ultra programmed precisely. I did an entire episode where I talked about how people have personalities incepted inside of them uh, with pre-programmed responses to respond to certain types of things. Precisely, systematic zombies. And that's the, that's, that's, that's the problem. It goes back to uh, uh, going to these people who are offering nothing but control and totalitarian obedience. These people cannot offer you your freedom. Uh, the manufactured silence of the masses is by playing the game, by getting down to their level, by being steeped in the nonsense, engaging in all the things that they're doing. Um, you know, if I, I'll put it to you this way. This is the best way that I can explain it. The page itself would be silenced if all I did was argue with people in the comments. And that's, that's what's happening right now. People are not able to focus and create things because all they're doing is arguing. They've been told that's how you understand things. That's, that's your superpower, you see. Uh, complaining is, has become people's superpower. And so what I'm trying to basically say is the manufactured silence is the, inter is, is, is the intentional misdirection of conversation. I've always said that conversation should be a mutual exchange of information, and if people aren't able to benefit from having a discussion with people, then what the hell is the point of it? But because people are over here unable to have like legitimate conversations, they're, they're, they're basically taking part in the Tower of Babylon. We are babbling on, you see, and that's the problem. So the silence is the ignorance that people perpetuate, and that's why it's dangerous. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't come up over here and say, type yes if you agree. You know, if abundance is coming to you, type yes. Like this, this is what I mean. Dumbing the language down and then removing actual, uh, uh, removing actual information and content from communications and from conversations is very crazy. Very, very crazy. Uh, which leads me to my next comment, or at least the next topic, the war on consciousness, where we'll get into psychedelics, uh, being woke in real life versus insta-woke, mindfulness, prayer and regaining balance in one's life. Uh, <laughs> I think the best way for me to continue on talking about what we were just saying is the curation of information, the curation of content. Uh, they, when they delete posts, when they go back through like it's 1984 and re rewrite facts and change history, uh, this is misinformation. This is fake news. This is how people are unable to know what true facts are because everything has been uh, intentionally disrupted. The war on consciousness is where they have us smoking weed that comes from Monsanto, uh, where they have us taking pills that come from Bayer, uh, where they have us t uh, uh, doing mushrooms that come from uh, PayPal, from Peter Thiel, pay uh, PayPal. Um, the war on consciousness is really so much even right now, with what we're doing on social media, the content that we're putting out, I call every little page, every little post that we do, little doses of reality, because that's all I'm trying to do is just remind you of what's going on. As I said before, they're trying to dis disassociate you from reality, feed you nothing but garbage, to where you only understand trash. You don't you don't use your higher mental faculties to access things like divinity, spirituality, and true esotericism, and even practice exotericism, or even understand occultism. Any of the higher Higher things, look at, looking after religion, archaeology, like mythology, history. They don't, they don't want you to focus on that. They want you to be irate, emotional, uh, uh, focused on the, on the stupidest things because it doesn't really advance you. This is what I mean by the war on consciousness. Um, I, I could sit here 
and talk about politics all day and tell you how to live your life, or I could go by my own life, live by an example, study as much as I can, and meet the people along the way and try to give back as much information to the people that, that want to know these things. But people don't want to know these things. What they want to know is, who did you vote for? Uh, what are your political views? Uh, what are you eating? Do you believe in climate change? And, 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 and all of these things are legitimately designed to put you in that lower vibratory, uh, emotionally reactive, physical carnal state. And that's why it's so dangerous, is because people aren't, they're not stepping out of that pre-programmed box that society is giving to them. You see, the war on consciousness, good Lord, it's so much, that's why I started it with the drugs. You know, I'll say this and I'll move into my next thing. For people, because we have new listeners every single day, um, a few months ago, I had stumbled upon the work of Jan Irvin, and I also re-listened to the work of Mark Passio, and then we ended up having Josh of Laws of Reality on the show, and basically I tried to compile as much notes as I could to see how uh, the psychedelic movement from the 60s was basically created, you know, using people like Timothy Leary, Terrence McKenna, uh, the CIA, MK Ultra all these different things. The war on consciousness tied into the psychedelics is what I would consider weaponizing consciousness expansion. Um, you know, people these days, they think they do all these damn shrooms and then they lose their fucking mind and become like goddamn zombies. And then it's like, good job. You're so woke, you're dead. You're, you're dead inside. Um, and so what I'm trying to say is if you do psychedelics, if you do decide to do those things, do it responsibly. Don't, don't do it to where you basically give yourself a lobotomy. That's, that's, what I, that's why I'm attaching it to the war on consciousness. Uh, because a lot of people, like, like, I'll put it to you guys this way. I'm taking, I'm taking like, pool, man. I'm taking vitamins, supplements, nutraceuticals. I had, a, I had a smoothie before I came on air. It's blowing my mind. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working out. I'm spending time in the yard. I got the chickens to take care of. What I'm trying to talk about is all of these things that I'm involved in right now, they've, they've unlocked a whole different set of senses and like abilities for me that when I was younger and tried to do mushrooms and see into like the realm and the veil and stuff like that, I didn't do it. Yes, I understood it, but I didn't know how to interface with it. I was aware of it, uh, but I couldn't quite grasp a way to interface and unlock like deeper truths with it. And essentially what I'm trying to tell you is that they, 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 they offer all these psychedelics and these drugs, the DMT. Uh, yeah, I got chickens right now. You guys can't see it, but they're in the back. Um, they offer all the DMT, the LSD, the acid, you know, the mushrooms and all these things as a shortcut because while they do have uh, efficacy, they are useful. They're shortcuts. If you're not at, like, I'm not trying to say like I trip all the time, but there's, 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 there's certain ways to access those same types of frequencies naturally. And what, what ends up happening is because we become, we become so desensitized is so habituated to this, this, this concrete jungle and Western civilization we live in. We take these mushrooms and we take these psychedelics, uh, to have like those brief experiences. But essentially what I'm trying to go back around to telling you guys is it has to be a lifestyle choice. It can't just be something that you, you gradually do. You have to commit to your actual growth and then you'll begin to develop those senses in a completely different way. 
And then the next time you end up doing any psychedelics, if you do do them, you'll actually be able to control yourself, the trip, the experience, and so much more in a deeper sense. But because people don't actually understand how these sacred herbs and these, these how these hallucinogens and how these things have been used historically, the, the teachings behind them have been denigrated. Uh, you know, I had, I had posted a seven-part series on Liberation Legion about, about um, the seven hermetic principles. And the seventh one was talking about gender because there's a male and a female to everything. I'm sorry if I offend any trans people or any of that other nonsense. But there's a male and a female energy to everything, a plus and a minus. And because uh, these, these, these sometimes very, very advanced teachings get denigrated and perverted, we really do lose uh, the knowledge and the wisdom. And it's the same thing with psychedelics and so much more. Um, and it's the same thing with marijuana. But that's why I use it as, as, that's why I put it underneath here in the war on consciousness is because people don't see how through things like the fluoride, the vaccines, the GMO, the chemtrails, the garbage that they're paying attention to, how they literally are uh, calcifying their pineal gland. I saw, what was it? I saw Dr. Dre 81, he had posted, he had reposted how uh, Dr. Bronner's is donating X thousand amount of dollars to uh, the Magic Mushroom Fund. And <laughs> one of the comments there, it, it, it summed it up perfectly. It said, for people who already have fluoridated pineal glands and can't activate it on their own. And I think that's the best way to say it is people have the ability to do these things, but because they literally, because they literally live a lifestyle that smothers that light inside of them, they never know how to activate it. And that's sad. Uh, but let's get into the next few things. Being woke in real life versus insta-woke. Mindfulness, prayer, and regaining balance in one's life. Um, I think that was a very, that was a very good question. Uh, talking about woke in real life versus insta-woke. When you have people, like, I hate the, I'll, I'll be honest, I hate the word woke. You, 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 you can go back on the show and you can hear people, uh, you can hear me ask guests, like, how do you feel about the word woke? Like, I feel, I hate it. Like, it, it's, um, I don't even use it. Like, I have a hat over here that has the word woke on it and I wear it around, like, as a joke to show people that you constantly have to be learning. I wouldn't consider myself woke in any kind of sense, but because people wear it as like a badge, it becomes this virtue signal type of thing. Woke in real life is where you vote with your dollars, you vote with your lifestyle. As I said before, uh, in, the, in, in the psychedelics, in the war on consciousness, creating a lifestyle where you're, con where you're not constantly tripping, but where you're constantly tied into um, the ethereal or the spiritual. People, <laughs> yeah, precisely. Titles are lame, says aware over, aware over woke. That's exactly where I would put myself. Um, when, because I feel like whenever you put something on it, you, you, cap out your actual, you cap out your actual experience. People have gotten into a point these days where they want to virtue signal how woke they are. They want to virtue signal how kind they are, how compassionate they are. Uh, this is why people literally end up taking pictures of themselves as they give homeless people money. Like, like look at look at how look at how nice I am. See, I'm giving this homeless person thousands of dollars. Like it, it, that that's what I mean. That's what I mean by like the woke, um, the fake compassion, the the insta woke, the the. It's fake, um, and you have a lot of people that do that because they can present things in a box right there, 
to where they can get uh, a certain opinion. When I hop up over here, I have no script. I have, I have, I have a list of topics and I'm pulling from the reservoir of knowledge I have and I'm trying to explain things as simply as I can. That's why I'm not up over here trying to waste you guys' time virtue signaling. Uh, just the other day I had asked you guys a question, or at least I, 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 I posed it to you guys in a change my mind type of way. I said truth seeking has become virtue signaling. Change my, change my mind. Change my mind. Truth seeking was not meant to be like something where uh, we, where we pat each other on the back. This is why whenever people had so many issues with uh, Charles Kasten of Truth is Terrorism and Vegan World Order talking about the vegan agenda, I'm, I'm not going to back down supporting him because the masses don't like what he's saying. What he's actually saying is a thousand percent true. Truth seeking is getting to the core of things, asking the hard questions and trying to understand things, not trying to say, hey, look at us. We're all woke together. You know, we're all part of this clique where we all get together and we all suck each other's dick acting cool. That's not what we do, bro. What we do is we ask the hard questions. We go deeper down in the rabbit hole. We, 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 we bring out the truth that's been hidden and we explain all this stuff. This is, this is being woke in real life where you chase time and time again the truth. That's what's guiding me, you see. Not, uh, not oh, not, not, uh, not posting about this or posting about that gets X 100 amount of likes. I shouldn't do it. It's like, no, it's not about that at all. It's about pushing the bar forward, understanding that you, you serve no allegiance to, uh, you serve no allegiance to man, you serve no allegiance to any organization, you serve your allegiance to truth and to an idea because that is infallible and that is what you serve. The same way I, 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 same way I worship God. I don't worship no man, I worship no book, I worship the truth. And so that's, that's what I would consider woke in real life versus insta-woke. You have a lot of people that are able to pretend uh, because they can hide behind the phone. Well, I'm standing right here in front of my phone, or at least trying to in this box, explaining as much as I can. Uh, so let's get into mindfulness, prayer, and regaining balance in one's life. I think this is a good part to put into the, the, the world consciousness section uh, because people have forgotten those things. Uh, one of the questions I used to ask a lot of our guests back in like season seven and season six is do you pray or do you meditate? We have a decent amount of people say both. Uh, and the reason I say this is because these are, these are more of those skills when you create a lifestyle that is not fake, that is actually designed to be like a spiritual, to where you connect with the divine, to where you have a deeper relationship with, with, with your spirituality and with the eternal more so than some people. And so some people don't understand that, how to quiet out. Uh, what's going on in the world, how to quiet out what's happening right here in between these two temples and try to help themselves. They don't understand how to do that. And then understand that there is something greater than you going on. Like, check this out, guys. I had, I have, I had somebody message me the other day and you'd be surprised how many times this happens. I had somebody uh, message me the other day basically saying there is no God, that God was created uh, by man. You know, here, here's this guy telling me this. And before I even decided to get engaged in, 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 in discussing, not even debating, in discussing with this gentleman, you know, I just had to tell him, I feel very sorry that you think that way. Um, because I don't think that there is not a God. I feel like that's very crazy and very sad to live that way. And I think what, what, what happens or what, what ended up happening is because I didn't get upset about 
this man telling me there is no God, and I told him I felt sorry for him, I didn't think he really knew what to say from that. Because then the conversation took a, a, a turn to where he's like, I'm just trying to figure out how you feel about this stuff. I'm running around telling all these people that there is no God. Uh, and I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you run around telling everybody, going out of your way to try to say people to, to say to people like, there is no God, your God sucks, your God is dead. I feel like that's a very, very horrible existence. Um, because even if there is no God, you would be an advocate or at least a priest of another God or at least another energy that's, that, that's taken over. You're being an advocate for nothing. And I feel like that's a very sad existence. And so how does that tie into developing a spiritual relationship and, and, and beginning to be steeped in this lifestyle where you have these, this, this sense and this ability and this connection? If you really think that there is no God, how can you better yourself? How can you seek after what, what to actually be? If you thought this is all there is, oh my God, I would, I would truly hate to be you. Because I couldn't live here thinking that this is all that there is. I mean, I understand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, you have to understand there is a creator because that's what's constantly happening. We're constantly creating things. Like, and the creator, the creator of all, it's constantly creating. Even in death, he creates. And so I just feel like, you know, there's, there's so many, there's so much evidence. And because people want to see, like, some, some giant man in the sky, that's very, very, uh, that's a very, very perverted way to, to understand God. You see. And so, it, let, me, let me get back to mindfulness, prayer, and regaining balance in one's life. You know, when they tell you that there is no God, like, they tell you there is no God, that was the best thing that Satan could have done. That was the best thing devil could have, do, could, could have done, is convince the world that he doesn't exist. Because guess what? If the devil doesn't exist, God doesn't exist. And if God doesn't exist, well, none of this matters. Everything sucks. We live in this atheistic, amoral uh, world where nothing matters. And that's where, that's where they're trying to take us. That's why it's so dangerous, uh, because you have a lot of people who are essentially godless, and when you call them godless, they get angry. That's, that's, that's the psychosis they're under. That's the delusion they're under. Uh, that they, they, they hate themselves so much that they have to have other people hate the thing that is supposed to give them their whole identity. And so we have a lot of people who have been disenfranchised from that power, disenfranchised from themselves. Um, and you guys have heard me talk about this beforehand as well, how one of the thought threads that I need to create is how to uh, communicate with yourself and then also how to connect with yourself. And when people do these types of things, they're clearly not asking their, themselves the deeper questions. They're clearly at a point to where they, they, they hate the answers they're getting and they want to get other people to hate things too. Um, but let me get back to this so we can stay on topic. Uh, mindfulness and prayer. I think that's very important because, as I said before in the War on Consciousness segment, what, uh, what, what you put in your brain, the garbage uh, or the truth, the beauty, the divinity, the art, the creativity, uh, the music, the media, whatever you put in your brain dictates, uh, dictates your outcome. You see, people don't actually take the time to cultivate their own speech, catch themselves from swearing so much, or, or even try to not feel their, their, their tongue or their mouth, their speech patterns with such vile words. Uh, I guess the, the, the best way to say it is this is why you guys don't hear me swear as much. Clearly the voice is raw and a little bit rugged. I can start shouting and swearing and carrying on that way, but that's not, that, that's, that's not how I'm trying to go about things. I'm trying to be mindful of what's actually going on 
and, and, and be respectful of other individuals and, and, and try to convey things in a, in a compassionate sense. Not a lot of people do that. They, they, they carry their dirt with them and they don't take the time to uh, be aware of other situations. You see, I, uh, I'll say this and I'll move on. Earlier this year, I had attended the Mindful New Mexico uh, conference and it really showed me it really showed me kind of how raw and rugged I am and how much nicer I need to be uh, not only with myself but with others I get kind of frustrated because I expect people to be like up here with me but I have to understand they're not and that you have to be mindful of that and respectful of where they're at and sometimes operate where they're at and help lift them up don't expect people to be here help lift them up that's that's what you're supposed to be doing um, you know, to prayer and regaining balance in one's life. You know, I won't lie to you guys. I definitely have to learn how to pray. Before I went to, uh, before I went to that protest a few weeks ago, where I was hexed by fascists and Antifa and witches, uh, we actually prayed. It was it was it was me and three other guys. We knelt down, grabbed the flag, basically prayed for protection, and then we drove to the event. Uh, and I. I I say that because I've talked about it time and time again, the concept of prayer, removing that hedge of protection, uh, and again, connecting with the divine and understanding that that spiritual aspect is very, is very real. Um, but I myself, I don't know how to pray. You know, I re every day I wake up and I read from my devotional and I read from like different parts of the Bible, but I don't know how to pray. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's something happening to me personally or something that's happened to me spiritually, but you know, I, I legit need people to pray for me and I need to learn how to pray. Uh, Migs Yo asks, how do you pray? You know, the best, The I'll say this and I'll move on because I always get a little nervous talking about it, but the best way I do, you know, is I go, I go into one of the quiet rooms, I kneel down, you know, I put the hands together and I, I, I basically humble myself, you know, I, I, I basically apologize for not really talking to him, you know, and not really, not really being as consistent with, with uh, correspondence and communication as much as I need to be. I humble myself and say, I'm sorry that I really haven't been here. You know, I'm trying to do the best I can to carry out your will. Um, and people don't do that, man. So I'll, I'll save that for another discussion another day. Uh, but that's what I mean by regaining balance in one's life. Dope Feynman asks, who do you pray to? I pray to God. I talked about that this this uh, this past Sunday, that I worship no man. I worship no flesh because it can be corrupt. I worship God. I worship the eternal. I worship the creator that is all. Um, I, I worship that living energy that's within everything, the aether. You know, I worship... <laughs> I, how do you, I always, I always, I'll say this and I need to move on. Whenever I started this like years ago, because we have, um, because I started this years ago, four or five years ago, uh, with Jade Helm 15, with UX 16, uh, with, with the Ferguson riots, with the Dakota Access Pipeline, with the hypermilitarization of the police. I started this stuff years ago. And so we have a very, very solid Christian base. 
a solid Christian base and a solid military force slash intelligence base. That's who builds factions of freedom. Um, and one of the questions I got asked a lot from like the Christian people that were following me when I first started, you know, is they were like, what's your relationship with God? What's your relationship with Christ? And so that's, that, that I really felt like that was offensive because they really shouldn't be, I don't think anybody should ask you what your relationship with God is. It is a personal and private relationship. That's like me asking, who did you sleep with last night? Right? Who did you call last night? That's, that's disrespectful. Um, it should get to a point to where you're willing to share your faith with other people without, without offending them. And that's something that the Christian community had to learn or is still learning. I don't really know, but that's something I had to learn. Uh, and so whenever I get into kind of the spirituality topics, I always get kind of controversial talking about it because I know people don't want to be preached to and I don't want to preach to people. I just want to explain what my experience of what my relationship is with God, with the divine, with the supernatural and so much more. Uh, and I know to some people who don't really have that connection, it, it, it scares them. And I'm, and I'm sorry for that. You know, I had talked to Zach, uh, Zach Freeman of UC Fitness about that, how in the future, because we harbor uh, certain types of energies, certain types of mindsets, certain people are going to be harboring other things, demons and, and negative energies and negative entities that are going to begin to lash out at you because naturally they don't vibe. Uh, those demons don't play well. And so I think that's a good way for us to end that segment. Uh, there's a very, there's a whole other component to you and they would rather have you focus on likes, shares, and nonsense, superficial things that do not benefit you. Uh, but moving on, let's talk about Greta Thunberg, climate change and the one world order. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. If you guys want me to cut, here's what, I'll let you guys switch up the, the show live time because I'm not really sure how much time we have. We spent a decent amount on those first two segments. If you guys want me to cover Greta Thunberg, climate change, and the one world order, put a whole bunch of G's right there. If you want me to cover elite, elite Satanism and their otherworldly connection, put a whole bunch of S's. So G for Greta, S for Satanism. I'm going to let you guys go ahead and uh, decide. Because uh, that way you guys get involved. That way I can kind of configure the speech. I feel like the Satanism would be a good, a good one to pick up on after the world of con uh, the war on consciousness. But uh, their Greta Thunberg is also important too. Okay. Oof. I like that, Jay. Okay. They kind of are similar, man. Shoot. Yeah, G does look like S if you think about it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go with, with, the, with the elite Satanism. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the elite Satanism, and then we will try to tie in uh, Greta Thunberg, Climate Change in the One World Order. Um, so I'm sorry to you guys that picked Greta Thunberg. We're going to go ahead and go with elite Satanism and their otherworldly connection. I feel like that would be a better way uh, to, to switch topics since we're already talking about the spiritual. I thought that it would be uh, better to talk about the occult and the otherworldly stuff. Um, so as I said before, <laughs> let me, I'll say this and then I'll, I'll start talking about it. As I said before, when I was at that protest this past weekend, I saw witches 
and signs that said hexafascist and stuff like that. I've been following the occult world and the so-called magic. I, I, I follow the, the so-called hashtag magic resistance since Trump's been in office. And if people are unfamiliar with what that is, back in like 2016, uh, because we were already covering stuff like uh, the Satanic Temple growing across the uh, heartland of America, um, after school Satan, uh, their membership swelling, uh, masses and rituals, mass demonic possession. We were already following some strange stuff that was going on. You guys can look this stuff up uh, right now on Instagram if they haven't deleted it. Hashtag occult world and hashtag magic resistance. Um, but in 2016, it seemed like there was an organized effort between witches, warlocks, occultists, and so much more. You can also find some of these videos on our Instagram TV. Uh, because basically they became militant. Their whole idea was to basically hex Trump every day he's in office. I crap you not. I've reported on it. I've talked about it. It's real. And then for me to go to this protest a few weeks ago and then to see just that, to see like these witches out here in the open, just like whispering stuff and casting stuff at me, it confirmed my research. How does that tie into the elite Satanism? and their otherworldly connection. When I just spent Lord knows how many minutes talking about uh, the war on consciousness, prayer, divinity, getting close to God, and so much more, you can bet that there are people that believe there is no God. Better yet, there's a dark God. They worship, the, they, they worship a dark and ancient evil. They feel like they have a right to rule us. You see, I talk about it all the time, sometimes on the show. How before Lucifer fell, or whenever Lucifer fell to earth, he became Satan. Before he transgressed and committed his actual acts against God, he was actually a proud person there. But once he, proud person in heaven, a proud angel in heaven, but whenever he transgressed and went to exalt himself above God, God threw him down here, and he has his right to carry out all these things. That's why we're given, that's why we are given free will, um, and we are, we're allowed to choose to either follow the devil, follow the ways of this world, or to seek after God. And I can assure you that there are people that are seeking after the devil because they feel like darkness gives them power. Um, and we've talked about this age-old battle on the page and on the shows with you guys time and time again, how uh, these people that tune into these dark frequencies and, 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 and the elite Satanism, they believe that that's power, that they rule here. They, realize, they don't realize that they trap themselves here. Um, again, that's why I talked about the abortion and how much that whipped America into a frenzy. We, 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 had, we had talked about, what was his name? Dr. Ulrich Klopfer, uh, the, the, the abortionist that had 2,000 uh, fetal remains in his house when he died. Crap you not. Like, this is it's a legit story. You can go find it on the page. The elite Satanism is, and, I, and I've talked about this on the show so many times too, guys, like, here, with you about how that's, that's how it works. Satan can literally only control the future by having people abdicate their own. When these people, uh, uh, when they do the abortion, they're offering up their own future. When they're mutilating their genitalia, they're offering up their own future to the state, to God, or to, to, to Satan. We are given like divine abilities. We're given like everything here to, to continue. But whenever we follow in the ways of the world, what ends up happening? We end up de denigrating. Uh, we end up becoming like beasts. You know, the elite Satanism and their otherworldly connection, like, good Lord, guys, whenever, like, there's, there's, oh my God, there's so much stuff.
from from inviting the demons in to not believing that you have like a spiritual soul to 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 selling your soul to the devil like there's there's so much stuff that trips me out uh that I need to kind of put it in order for you guys instead of getting fired up uh what I'm trying to tell you guys is that uh there's there's a lot of there is a lot of there's a lot of satanic shit going on in the world right now from after school satan um to to the organized rituals that they're having every single month to the protesting that's going on to where they're trying to hex a fascist or uh, uh, gosh what is it they they have a specific word and they do it every single month and these are the witches that these are the witches that bind Trump you can look this up as well um, and they meet every single time but what I'm trying to say is these people have to get sanctioned they have to be allowed to carry out these types of things they can't just pop up all over the place I mean look at what's going on with the drag queen story time. You see what I'm saying? These things get organized. Somebody is in the background quarterbacking all of these parts of the movement, making sure they have the effect on society. Why do you think I try to talk so much about uh, not not engaging in scumbaggery, not engaging in degeneracy, not being like a piece of garbage? Because that's what it is. Whenever you destroy your temple, your body, you basically allow for these otherworldly influences to come in. But I'm telling you guys that 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 I'm that I'm doing the that I'm doing the. Uh, vitamin supplements, nutraceuticals, working out, spending time in nature, spending time with myself to again get a deeper connection with God and a deeper spirituality. Who has to, who, who, what dark influence would have the ability to enter into my life? But these people who focus solely on negative things, focus solely on shouting obscenities, that live in hate, that that that, that don't take care of themselves and look after. Uh, that look for reasons to just tell you there is no God, your God is dead. Like, these are the people that, that harbor that dark energy, you see. And that's why they want to be able to to to, to scramble people, to have them operate in uh, emotionally reactive states to where they don't, as I said before, uh, use their higher mental faculties, you see. But this is, that's that's what it is. You're, they're, they're, they have to bring us down to their level so that, they, so that they can use these lower level entity, entities to influence us. I talked about that on uh, this most recent podcast episode, how we, and it talks about this all the time in the Bible, how we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood, but against rulers and principalities and powers in high places. And we're wrestling against those influences. Again, this is why I tell you there's a spirit that's taking over America. There's something dark going on here. You do not have a lot of people trying to seek after God. You don't like... If you, if you say anything that is almost spiritual or religious to people these days, they almost like get triggered into a possession. I, I, I kid you not. And you've all seen it. This is why people sometimes feel uh, oppressed trying to even talk about that spirituality. It's because of the influence and the powers that are around them. Precisely, Migs, you know, uh, sp spiritual warfare is very real. And, and when I went out to that protest, guys, I'm kidding you not. When I did the download episode, I told you I was seeing weaponized mental illness. Uh, and the people that are still attacking me today in my private life because of it, I'm telling you, they're not, they're not, they don't know what they're actually fighting against, you see. It's because they have this image and they've been brought down to a childlike level with a, with a kindergarten, uh, uh, with a kindergarten grade vocabulary to where they just have to shout obscenities. They're not... There, there, there's something going on there. There truly is something going on there. Uh, but that's at the lower levels, you see. 
That's that's at the, the peer level of what I'm what I'm able to experience. The question here is elite Satanism and their otherworldly connection. How many times have we talked about the Illuminati, Jeffrey Epstein, the Lolita Express, Pedogate, Spirit Cooking, the concept of, 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 of children going missing? You know, all of this stuff, it's it's not crazy. What's crazy is not paying attention to it. You see what I'm saying? Uh this is a tale as old as time itself. We've, you know, with, with with real vampires or with energy vampires, the Satanism is 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 so it's so apparent that it's almost crazy. I said this on Fellowship and Freedom this past Sunday. You know, I'll say this and I'll start switching into the the Greta Thunberg and the climate change, and the One World Order stuff. You know, I said this this past Sunday because. Um, that's where it's going to go. Pope Francis is creating a global education alliance pact uh, to basically create basic, a, 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 a general standard for all of the over 150 nations that are part of the UN. Basically, he wants to globalize education. Um, and now we actually see people creating like a curriculum with, within modern day education uh, that addresses climate change. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons Pope Francis wanted to create the Global Education Pact is because he said that the rapid, the rapid nature in which people are being spit out of uh, academia and, ed and education, they're losing their identity and they're losing their purpose. We need to create a, a education system, a global education pact that allows people to get the education to where they feel like they have a purpose. And so my crazy mind started thinking this way. You know, how far off are we, because Pope Francis is one of the main purveyors of the climate change religion, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030s, he's going to be the person behind it. What happens whenever they begin to teach your children, you know, that there's too many people here on the earth, that if you have children, it'll actually be detrimental for the planet, and that you would be better off being sterilized and you'd be better off being infertile. But don't worry, you can have as much sex as you'd like, you just can't actually procreate because it's, it's, it's better for the earth these days. Um, you know, this is why we have Bernie Sanders saying that abortion is good for climate change. And when asked about overpopulation, uh, Democrat, 2020 Democratic presidential candidate Tim Ryan said that government needs to be involved uh, in, in, in family planning. Cory Booker, off of the first uh, rounds of debates, wanted to create a office of reproduction of reproductive freedom. And so... We're a few years after what's actually taking place in China with their one-child policy. Do you guys get what I'm trying to tell you right here? By just laying out all of these different uh, population control methods that are just gradually being rolled out to the population, it'll be legitimately organized in the future for children not to have kids because it is detrimental upon the earth. And this is why we're going to switch into Greta Thunberg, climate change, and the one world order. <sighs> this is nuts. This, precisely, Cleofit uh, says that uh, overpopulation is a fear tactic. I, I agree entirely. But you see, the same way that they have uh, whipped millions of kids around the entire world into an emotional and a political frenzy, a fervor where they can't be reached with logic or facts, is the same thing that, it's the same thing that they will do with the indoctrination of the Global Education uh, Compact. You see. You have to understand how these people are thinking. So let's talk about Greta. 
Let's talk about climate change and the one world order, the one world religion. You know, I think the entire world has been, I think we're good with Greta. I think that's the crazy part about it, you know, is she showed up at the UN, she made her statement, and then for two weeks we had to deal with what was going on. Good. I talked about it this week on Fellowship of Freedom. We don't need to necessarily focus on Greta because it's not the messenger. That's why I posted about Severin Suzuki, the uh, 16 year or the 12 year old who appeared at the 1992 uh, climate summit in Rio de Janeiro. It's not about the actual person. It's not about the actual messenger. It's about the actual message. Now, I'm sure I'm going to catch flack for saying this, but humans do have an impact on the earth. How? They're finding whales. With, with plastic, like they're finding dead whales on the ocean with plastic all up in them. Turtles that are like, that are doing the same thing. They get wrapped up inside of these plastic bags and die inside of them. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of evidence. They have, they have, they have islands of trash, you know, the size of Texas, that we, islands of plastic, the size of Texas that we still don't know what we're gonna do with. Um, to say that humans have done a number on this planet, it's very true. You know, they consider this age the Anthropocene because our our damage on the Earth has been so bad that you can see it in the sediment of the, of the layers of the rock. I will not say that humans don't have a detrimental effect upon the planet. I won't say that. But what I will say, what they're offering and what they're saying as a solution is total tyranny. I will, I'm, I'm not going to come up over here and say, oh, stupid Greta, look at this little 16-year-old telling me how to live my life. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna do as much as I can to pollute the earth. I'm not gonna say that. What I will say is that there are a lot of different things going on in the earth and we have to take it into consideration. They put this little child out here to get people to feel some type of way. Uh, I talked about it all, I, I, I talked about it more so recently too, how NBC News had a segment called the Climate Confessions where you were able to confess your climate sins. You know, that you ate steak, that you have whiskey, that you drive like a, a diesel powered car, that you haven't converted to a, a Prius and stuff like this. Oh. Little timer thing popped down. Ooh. Yeah, I think people are pretty tired of Greta, to put it to you guys that way. So, little timer thing just popped down. I got about uh, a minute and 40 seconds left, and I still have to cover Greta, Thun Greta Thunberg, climate change, one world order, Democrats mandating vaccines, secret and advanced technology, and technology versus weaponry. I think we might shut down this transmission and then come back uh, because uh, I kind of want to end it on a good note talking about some pretty cool stuff. So I might do that. Uh, but to finish this transmission out because we have a minute and 10 seconds left, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in to this transmission. If you want or if, if you guys want to support this operation, if you guys want to see more of these types of things, see me do more of these every single Tuesday, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member. We're trying to buff up our system to where you guys get a plethora of content. Uh, if I was cool, I would hire somebody to help organize it in like a library style fashion. Uh, but I will be creating a whole separate channel for exclusive members content, videos and stuff like that as well. And if, like I said, if you guys want to support the operation, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about or finishing Greta Thunberg, climate change, the one world order, Democrats mandating vaccines secret advanced technology and technology versus weaponry. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys shortly.